Hey guys, welcome to this episode of RPG with your host, me, Melissa. Today I'm going to talk about finances. I know, I heard that face, I saw that sigh, I know. But I want to give you a few little things that I may have shared before and some new things that you can try maybe for the new year. And I'm telling you that whatever works for you works, but sometimes another idea is all we need. So I started tracking a while ago our expenses that are variables, like new clothing, back to school shopping, Christmas, um, when Amazon Prime comes out, when the cars have to get renewed for the plates, Um, when we usually about need tires or something done to the car, I start tracking those things and I have it on a side-by-side page, which you can find in my group, Resolutely in Pursuit of God on Facebook. It's free. You can join in and you can totally like download this. It's one, two, three, and you don't even need to do that. But I like having a two page spread, um, cause it's six months on each page. I like to be able to see the whole year, like right front and center. So what I do is I track like all the variables of life that changes. I keep track of our electric because it changes in the summer and it's a lot less in the winter. I track when the water bill comes in because we don't pay water every month. It's like every three months or something. And usually I for like forget to pay it. And then I look at it. I'm like, oh, I'm due for the water bill. Let me triple check myself. Let me make sure I paid it. Um, so those variables and it changes for all of us and for all our families. Maybe you go on a trip every year for a certain week of the year and you need extra money that week or that month. And you know, you know, it's going to be a thousand dollars or something. Do a brief overview. Even if you look back this year, like whatever your variables are and start writing them down because next year when you're in December and you're looking at the year ahead and you're trying to plan your finances, you'll have some really good information that you've tracked all year. And I refer to mine, I've been doing this now three years and I go back sometimes to see if there's anything I miss because I forgot that we had to pay for plates this year and it came at me at left field. So that's written down so I don't forget that in two years I have to pay for the registration for the cars again because it's not a cheap bill, it's expensive. So now that I have this tool and this resource, I can adjust my budget for that month accordingly. And it is so helpful to have the numbers or about the numbers. Like I said, my electric bill changes, it's a variable. So sometimes it's really like, you know, it's 253 or 227 and other months it's like 125 bucks. But I like to know when it's gonna cost me more. And it's helpful or when you get oil delivery, For me, we have oil in New York and it was pretty expensive in September. So I wrote down how much we paid in oil in case when we have to do oil again, which I'm about the time where I'm half full, so I may get it filled. I'm budgeting today, if you can't tell. And I may get the oil filled now because we're at half a tank and the oil's cheap. But I'll write down that number so I could see how many tanks of oil I went through this winter. When did we order wood for our fire pit outside and how much did it cost us? These are all like 
the little things that I start tracking so that when I'm sitting down and doing my actual budget, I look to see, okay, it's January and my bill last January was $135 for electric. I can see getting my oil tank filled this month because my electric bill isn't as much. Or I have a wedding coming up in April and I need to start putting money aside to go to that wedding. Now I'm gonna tell you that there are great people out there like Dave Ramsey and the Budget Mom and they do this whole thing with cash envelopes and I want to love it, but I don't understand it. My brain doesn't understand it, um, so I have a hard time with it. And if you love your cash envelopes, keep it. Keep doing your systems. But I'm telling you, when you start tracking the whole year, your variables, you're gonna see a big difference. And I like seeing it which month it belongs in because it allows me to kind of look ahead. So I'll look at January's month, but I'll also look at February and March. I'll look to see what's coming up. Is there any expenses I'm not thinking of, like the car renewal, or do we have to pay taxes? Um, do we have a wedding coming up, or a birthday, or a big birthday celebration? Do we have an event? And I'll just do a quick overview. So at my dining room table, I have my regular planner that I keep on the fridge our family and then I have a budget book that I just do all my budgeting in and I check both to see is anyone having any upcoming procedures gonna be out of work for a few days um, what is coming up and I really like this six you know it's six months on each page I really like this 12 month spread because it's a quick overview of the whole year of my variables I know when my Amazon Prime's coming out I know if the gym membership is gonna charge me an extra fee this month. I can adjust my budget accordingly. And I think when you start doing those small things, you see bigger things happen in your financial world. So that's something I've been doing for years and I absolutely love it. I have friends that love it. And I just wanna share that with you because it makes a difference. I will tell you, because I don't understand this whole cash envelope thing, and I didn't wanna to have to track every dollar I spend because it's a lot of tracking and I don't mind spending money, but I just, it was just too much. It was becoming too much and I don't always have the time to do it, let's be honest. I'd rather spend time in the word with God. I'd rather spend time prepping for podcasts or working on a book, which should be coming out soon and it's a verse mapping journal, like working on all those creative ideas, like that's where I wanna be. So I want my money to just run itself in essence. So I review my budget twice a month. Pretty much every Friday we get paid, I review our money. And what I did was I have two bank accounts. I have one bank account that is just for bills. I have another bank account that is just for spending. Okay, what I mean spending, I mean gas, food shopping, eating out, going, whatever. Going anywhere, doing anything, it comes out of that account. The spend account. Our bill account literally is to cover all our bills for the month. And the reason why I did this was because my dad, a very long time ago, said to me, one of the best things he ever did was try to pay all his bills on the same day of the month. And I was like, damn. 
how much money are you making that you can pay all your bills? Because mortgages are not cheap in New York. Houses are not cheap. And I was like, I, I want to get there. So I thought about it. I was like, the easiest way for me and my spouse to get there, for me and my husband to get there, is to add up all of our bills. The mortgage, the car payment, the insurance, the whatever expenses we have. Add them all up which we got about $3,000 for everything. Divide that in half. And each time we get paid, we keep the $1,500 in that bill account to pay for all the bills. Whatever the difference is, goes either to spending or to saving. And it has made a world of a difference for us because going to the bank for us is not a convenient thing. There's always a line. It's like, it, to me, it's a hassle to go. And I'm at the bank already every two weeks anyway for other things. So for me, it just made more sense to have a bill account and then have a spend account. Literally is what they're named. Bill, spend. I mean, we still have a savings account. But it helps us manage our money on a whole different level. And it helps my husband have an awareness of where the money is going also because he can see how much money we have in the spend account so he can plan his things he wants to do accordingly. And it doesn't, it doesn't restrict us in any way, shape or form. And then, because we have all of this going on, we can look at our overview of what's coming up in the calendar, who's getting married, are we traveling on vacation, how much money we're gonna need, and we can adjust our budget accordingly to accommodate those differences. And I know that cash envelopes are like all about like whatever cash is left over you save. But we're almost at the point where whatever money is left over in the bank account that week, I save. I put in the savings account. I just don't even touch it. So that we consistently have the same number in there every week and our budget hasn't changed. And I've noticed we've been able to save a lot more money by doing it this way. And it sounds confusing, and it was confusing for me at first when I set it up. But now that I've done it, I can't believe I have not done my money like this sooner. It is incredible. The amount of money we've been able to save, the amount of freedom we have financially, the amount of all our bills are paid, so there's like no worry about paying our bills because they automatically come out, which is incredible that we have that ability. I only have to write a check for the water bill, which is why sometimes it gets paid and sometimes I forget for like, you know, a week or two. And then I look at my month and I'm like, oh, I was supposed to pay the water bill. But like, it's the small things, you know? And we're in January and everyone always focuses on their health and going to the gym and working out. And I'm not less proud of those people. But why don't we look at our finances and have a serious conversation with yourself of where you need to pivot in your finances. Is there something you need to cut out? Are you going to the bar and like drinking every Friday night? I mean, as Christian, we're supposed to be sober-minded, but if you're doing that, can you maybe do that every other week? And how much money would you save? Are you going to countless, I don't know, shows all the time and buying ridiculous tickets? Is that something that you need in this portion? And how much money do you have saved for emergency? Now, I do like the budget mom. She said you should have $1,000 for your emergency fund at all times. I agree with that 100%. I would even like to push the 
envelope a little bit and say, add up all your bills and whatever that number is, is how much you should have in your savings. Because you never know what's going to happen in life. And I think that it's helpful when you have all your bills in chronological order of when they're due. Like literally, I look at the same sheet every month. And the only thing I do differently is, all right, mortgages due the first. Um, the seventh is my Bank of America card. And then usually I don't have anything until like the 16th. But pending when I get paid, I'll write when I get paid to see the where the money is coming from. So I'll just tweak it a little bit and I can visually see what is getting paid. Where, you know, did our mortgage slowly creep up a little bit? Did the cable bill um, go up? Which it did go up and it went up by like 30 to $40 and I called the cable company and I was like, no. Like that's 30 or 40 of our hard money that we have worked hard for that we can tithe, we can help somebody with, we can, like that's our money. So when you start tracking these small little things and I keep them all in a folder and I just quickly browse through them. I normally know the numbers on my head and I have it saved in the calendar because I want my husband to have an awareness of what's costing what. And it reminds both of us of bills coming out that day. Even though it's in our bill account, we don't touch that money ever. Like, it's just good to know, like, okay, our mortgage came out, it was this much, and this came out, it was this much. It changes how you respond to things, or, like, there was a week my husband wanted to go out to eat every night that week, and I was like, dude, our spending account only has, like, $400 in it, and we don't get paid until this Friday. Like, how are we going to make that work if you need gas, I need gas, this needs to happen, that needs to happen. Now, I have us on an extreme uh, savings plan right now, so I don't want us to have a lot of money to spend because I want us to save money. Do what works for you. I think at this point, we've already have been able to save close to $3,000. It might even be closer to four since we started doing this. And we did this starting in September or the beginning of October. So. You know, we're in January. It hasn't been that long of a time. And it really has made the difference. And I know finances are scary and it's overwhelming and people get like all kinds of way. When I started my financial journal, journal journey, I literally had a calendar that I wrote what was due in the amount. And that was the extent, but I was tracking my finances. And I think that that makes the difference. You just have to do something small for you. And the more you do it, it, you'll have an abundance so you can, you know, your cup can overflow out to other people. So try something new in this upcoming few weeks. Track your expenses. See what you're spending money on. I highly recommend that you print out maybe not December's because um, you might go into shock. Bank statement. But even if you do like October of last year, it'll give you a good idea of what you're spending money on. How much are you spending on gas? You should have an estimate in your head. How much are you spending on groceries? How much are you spending eating out? When I first started doing this, oh my gosh, our eating out bill was like $600 for one month. I'm like, we are not Donald Trump. We cannot be doing this. Like we are not rich like that. And we pivoted. So 
pick a month where you weren't crazy spending Christmas gifts. I do recommend doing December when you're a little bit more footed in this financial journey so you have an idea how much Christmas costs you. Because when you know how much Christmas costs you, you can make adjustments and you can say, is it necessary if I get so-and-so a gift? Like, I haven't seen that person forever. Or I'm like the practical practical gift giver. I give gifts that are useful in nature. My best friend turned me on to this years ago. You're not going to get a gift from me unless you can use it. Pajamas or something like that I know you're going to use and need. Um, and once I started doing that and less buying people things to just buy gifts, not only did I spend less money, but there was more value in the gifts I was giving. So don't feel any kind of way if you're like Christmas budget for like December was like $2,000 or $3,000 and you're like, what? And that's just for gifts and you didn't include food and all the extras. It's okay. Write it down in your December two-month spread. So when December starts coming up or you start planning for Christmas in like, you know, February, March-ish, like just planning financially in your brain or pulling money out to do a cash envelope if that's something you prefer to do, um, you'll have an idea of how much you need, which you don't even know if you're not even tracking these small little things. So I had multiple categories for me and I tracked it for years and I just stopped recently because God is leading me to other things and I want to spend my time in that. And I know about how much we're spending. And do I audit a month and check out to see how we're spending? You bet your butt, I will. Um, I will audit the daylights out of myself to make sure that we're still on track, but I don't have to do it diligently every single day. Um, But I would have a category for what our bills were because our bills were not changing. The mortgage is not changing. My car is not changing. My insurance is not. These things are not changing for me. So it is what it is. So I would just have a, a color I'd highlight and I'd write this all down. A color orange would be for the house. And then I would have blue for anything medical, any of our medical expenses. How much are we spending on prescriptions, going to the doctors, all those things. It adds up after a while. That we can't really change. I can't change when we get sick. We can't change when we're going to go to the doctor. So to have an estimate about how much that costs you about a month is helpful in planning things long term. How much is groceries versus eating out? There are two different things and you have to have two different colors for them. So for me, I think groceries was pink and eating out was green because it was my money. Where's my money going? And then we had like my husband's expenses for like, you know, protein powder and whatever other stuff he needs. And then my, you know, extras, getting my nails done and eyebrows done or whatever it is. And I would track all these things to see where we're spending money and where we can maybe cut. You know, for a while I was going to like Starbucks like all the time and it was like $11 for like Starbucks. And I was like, this is ridiculous. I have coffee at home. I'll make coffee at home and I cut it. Do I deprive myself if we go on a long road trip? No, I will stop and get Starbucks, but I'm not going all the time. So you can see 
when you start tracking all this and you add up how much all the money is and you see what you're where you're spending what on you'll be so surprised that you'll be like time out a second is that how much I'm really spending on that do I need that is it necessary and then you can pivot and you can make a decision about your own financial situation and free up some money I didn't know that some people may not have any extra money to go anywhere extra, but if you start writing things down and you start tracking it, you're gonna start seeing, okay, like this is where all my money is going to, what can I do to change that? And once you start having those conversations, you'll be budgeting. Before you know it, you'll be budgeting in your head when you're out and about, you'll know, okay, I have this amount in my account until I get paid on this date and it has to last me. Do I need this shirt or is that something I want? So that's a little bit of my financial TED talk for you. Um, I really want to encourage you this year to just really work on writing your finances down and just looking at them overall to just see where you're at, see where you're spending your money and where you can make adjustments, track the things that you can track, when bills are due, what your variables are that may change, and just really give yourself the benefit of the doubt because this only will help you you know um i track my own money i know where all our money goes my husband may not know but if he asks me a question i could tell you where the money went and he is on board and we have those conversations so that he is on the same page and he understands maybe why you know i don't want to go on a trip um next year because airfare is like $1,400. I don't want to spend that kind of money when we can go on two cruises for that amount. He's on board with that because we've looked at our finances for the year. We see how much things cost and we're like, ah, is it worth it? Or can we do this with that money instead? So you can't really have those kinds of conversations with each other or even with yourself if you're not even knowing when things are due or what upcoming expenses, you know, my sister's getting married in 2024 and she's not getting married here in New York. I have to go travel and pending where she wants to travel will change how much money it's going to be. And I want to start budgeting for that. I want to have a plan in place to cover that. So it's not like, oh, now I got to pay for all this. Let me max out a credit card. That's not something that I want to do. I don't want to be in credit card debt like that. I want to have the ability to use my cards if I need them for something, but I don't want to use them as my way of fun or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can, I only do things that I could pay cash for, and if I can't pay cash for it, I'm not doing it, but that's where I'm at in my journey, and people might be different, you know? Um, six months ago, we weren't in this financial situation. We, I didn't know it, but we owed a lot of money in credit card debt. I knew we owed a lot of money in credit card debt. I didn't realize how much we were spending per month on the payments. And we were spending so much money on the credit card payments that we couldn't catch up with what we had at home, just our normal bills without the credit cards. So we had to make changes and we did. And tracking and doing all of that is what helps you not fall into that pit, which it helps you not fall further into debt. It helps you pay off, you know, your credit cards or your student loans faster. Um, I have one student loan left, minus my um, 
I forgot what it's called, but I have a federal loan that I still have to pay, which doesn't count. But I have one student loan left that's private, and I cannot wait to pay that off. But you want to know what? We're waiting because right now, everything's on hold. We don't have to make student loan payments. So whatever that money is, is going towards something else to get us on a better you know, financial path for when that loan comes back, maybe we'll just be able to pay it out in full and just move on. So you can't have a plan of that if you can't even just look at your finances on a monthly level and look at how much you spent on gas. How much does it cost you a week in gas? We're up to $200 a week for gas in my house. Like I know that's how much it is for us, about $200. And it depends on if I need gas. If I don't need gas, it's about 120 because I don't drive as far. So I know these wiggle rooms and I know those numbers and I want you to get comfortable knowing those numbers and having a financial conversation with yourself. And even if you do the same math every single month and your numbers are the same, you're gonna start seeing that you're making different changes in other areas, eating out maybe, or maybe you don't need that protein powder and you're gonna get this one instead, or you're gonna just you know, have your protein from the food that you buy. You'll make changes. And you'll be happier for it in the long run. So that is my whole entire financial spiel that I wanted to share with all of you. If you have questions, you can definitely, you know, join the Facebook group. The um, two flyers are up there. Maybe I'll try and link it to this podcast episode so you guys can just click and just go there. But it makes a world of a difference. God wants us to be responsible with the things that he has given us. And we need to be responsible with our money because if we're not responsible with the things he has given us right now, he'll take away. So we have to be responsible with our health, with our finances, who we surround ourselves with. We have to just be responsible in general. And we have to be in a position where when God calls us to do something, we can say yes. Yes, God. Sure. I'll be obedient. I'm not sure why you're asking me to do this. I don't see the bigger picture, but yes, God, I will. And whatever it is, you'll be able to do. And he will move you and you'll see because you're not clouded by like this burden of worrying about your finances. You've given it to God. You've, you have a plan. You set it down. You wrote it all out. And, and it is what it is. You give it to God and you say, God, this is what I need. I need an extra this amount. I can't tell you how many times he's given me that amount, whatever it's been. um, He's done it. He's delivered every time. But you can't have that conversation of what you need with God if you don't know where you stand right now. And that's the difference. I know where I stand. I know how much we may or may not be short. I know. So I can go to God and be like, dear God, I'm short like $200 this month. Can you please help me out? Or maybe God tells you to give somebody a random amount of money. And it's a random number to you, but that was their prayer. He can't use us if we are so inundated and so consumed with this stress over money. And that's what I hear from a lot of people. I'm stressed out about money. Okay, well, tell me when your bills are due. They cannot tell me that. Okay, well, until you can tell me when your bills are due, due, we can't have a further conversation because that is the basic thing that you need to know. 
and it will make a huge difference in your financial journey. I will post the link down below. I hope you all have a blessed day. I hope you learned a lot. I hope you implement something new this year. And I'm super excited for this new year.